Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sap and Chant. I am your host, Bobby Sampson, and I am joined by my man with the master plan, the man for the casual fan, Mr. Chance Michaels. The beard is coming in thick. How is it? Uh, not too bad. I'm going to trim down tomorrow. I'll go to the professional. Let the professionals do the, the shave, right? You can't keep the line straight. I find I let that sit back and let Uncle G, you know, line me up or whatever. Yeah, every once in a while, it's a good to kind of pamper yourselves. I'm sure the ladies do it often enough that, you know, once in a while, it's okay for us to go out and get something done, if that's the case. Uh, awesome, man. So here we are, Tuesday, once again. Wow, what 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 an interesting week we've had here in terms of boxing, in terms of wrestling. But I digress. We are going to talk yeah. about, yeah, we're here to talk about wrestling and, and everything else that goes along with it. So let's start with Monday Night Raw, Mr. Michaels. Um, last week, we saw Austin Theory get stripped of his Money in the Bank case. He lost the match. It wasn't even for the title match. It was Sorry, it wasn't even for the big title. It was for the U.S. title. This week on Raw, we saw basically the whole show built around this U.S. title. What do you think? What do you think of it? Well, I'm asking you, what did you think? I thought it was good. I mean, he lost again, though, but he had a qualification, right? He just keeps losing every week. Are they going to give him a win? Are they trying to tear him down to bring him up, maybe? I think you're seeing the rebirth of Austin Theory in a way now. Uh, I mean, if they, they were, if they were trying to bury him, if they were trying to destroy him, he wouldn't have gotten as much time on television that he did, in my opinion. I mean, yeah. those are coveted spots, right? Um, especially two, two, two weeks now out of Survivor Series, which we'll touch on here shortly. Um, I, I, I thought he did pretty good. I thought I, I see what they're trying to do. Yeah, in a way, they're tearing him down, but they're rebuilding him up. I mean, a he didn't come out with the phone. Yeah. Right? So he seems to be more business oriented, more you know. And they're trying to make him a little more mean, a little more edge to him. Yeah, something else like that, right? Because I mean, up until then, I mean, he'd been playing a serious role, but he was a joker. He was that kid yeah, that you bit. wanted. He was that kid you wanted to slap at the party because he kept getting away with everything, right? Um, I I, I like what they're doing. I I hope this really works for him. I, I you know I, he does have a future. He does have the build. He has the look. I mean, oh, yeah, young. He's young. He's got the beard like you. So I mean, a lot know, of people are saying that last week. I should have said this last podcast, but a lot of the experts, the writers, the dirt sheet writers. They're saying that last week's money in the bank, how they took it from them, is the worst that they've ever seen. How they had uh, the the creative at WWE discredited money in the bank the way they the way he lost it like that. I'm not saying that, but that's the, the vibe that some people are saying. Well, so maybe they're done with money in the bank going forward because of the way they did it. I don't know. I I've read some of what you're talking about, and you know what? I think it, it, there there's many levels to this. I mean, I don't think you get rid of money in the bank because it is a pretty good thing. It's a great way to bring up money is, yeah. talent. The problem with this particular money in the bank, in my opinion, is the fact that you got a guy who's champion that can't be dethroned. That's the huge problem, guys. That both right? belts, he doesn't like he, unless you give one of the belts back to Raw. You know, like it makes no sense. Like how how is he going to cash in? He can't. There's no way he's able to. So yeah, every U.S. title or something intercontinental. Every, every, every time he's tried, he's been foiled. Right? What what happened in uh, Crown Jewel? Right? Uh, Tyson Fury popped. No, um, he got. Was, was that when Tyson Fury popped him? 
Tyson Fury popped him at in Cardiff at um, yeah, sorry, Cardiff. That's yeah, yeah, right. And then did he try cashing in at Crown Jewel? He didn't try to cash in at Crown Jewel. No, he didn't. Right. Okay. So there's been a couple attempts where he's tried to cash in. Um, the first time, you know, he got smacked in the jaw by Fury. Yeah. Okay. Now Lashley, and he had it in the bag. He did have it one until Lashley came out and did what he did last week to cost him. So, you know, it's just it's it's almost put in a predicament where we're this where's this guy going to cash in? How can he? And he even said as much last night in his interview that he did backstage with Kathy Kelly that you know like every time I've tried to cash this thing in, where am my you know I, I've been screwed over. Yeah, and 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 how am I supposed to cash in against a guy who's been dominant for the last three years? No one can touch him. No one can beat him. I mean, at the end of it all, even even if he got Reigns in a predicament, say after Crown Jewel, hypothetically, yeah. and you know they did a number on him. They they beat him down pretty good. Here he comes. But guess what? The bloodline would be there to, to be in his way. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, I think they're gonna make three a little more mean, a little more edgier. Right. So in a way, it's just kind of like, yeah, he won money in the bank, but it's kind of a shitty money in the bank to win. Because, I mean, even now, like we don't know what's going to happen at the Royal Rumble uh, from now yeah. to the Royal Rumble. What's going to happen with those titles? Right. We don't I know. mean, yeah. if Rock, if Rock is going to come back, if Rock decides to show up for that match, does it have to be for the title? Why well, would it be for the title? Because, you know, Rock's not going to win then if it's for the title, right? Well, that's it, right? So then at the end of it, it's like, okay, here's the other problem I have right now with WWE. It's not often I'll say this, right? It's like, we're, we're two weeks out of Survivor Series. We basically have one match that's almost complete, still missing two participants in the Ladies War Games match. Yeah. Which is all raw people too. You know what I mean? Like, so where's SmackDown War Game? Is there going to be one? Because this last SmackDown that passed. Nothing was really established, right? Nothing was really set in motion. I think and we're going to see Bloodline versus uh, Sheamus's crew, probably, right? I guess so. But I mean, under what context? This is where I have problems with some of their pay-per-views. I think in the last three or four pay-per-views, they've built them up beautifully with the stories you're going in kind of, you know, I, I like to go into a show knowing something or, or, or expecting something. You know what I mean? Yeah. That build up and everything. It's kind of... Like, yeah, I know what's going on. You know what's going on. The regular fans know what's going on. Maybe the casual fans don't, but that's <laughs> for you to tell them. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I just find it's almost kind of like we're two weeks out of Survivor Series, but we don't have any matches per se. Per se. Maybe not this Smack on Friday, we're going to see some uh, SmackDown matches unveiled. Well, I hope so, because, I mean, again, it's two weeks out. It's like, what are you building up to? It almost seems like this is like a throwaway paper. They're not really putting much into it unless they're going to start picking it up now. But well, they have to. I mean, we're two weeks out. I mean, it's pretty much thrown away, in my opinion, unless something so dramatic happens. You go, oh my god, I can't wait. Right? I'm still going to watch a live series. At the yeah. end of the day, it's one of the big four. If I'll, of all maybe the tape... that, maybe not every match will be four versus four or five versus five. Maybe they're going to have more one on ones and tag teams. Well, okay, we know we're going to get AJ versus um, Finn. That's one match. For yeah. Survivor Series, a singles match, right? So we've got that match in the bag. So we we have four women on one side and four women on the other side, but there's still spots open. So who are yeah. going to take those, right? It's kind of like I thought War Games would have been more effective, in my opinion, if you had Raw versus SmackDown type of War Games. That'd be cool, right? I mean, I mean, just having all the women participate from Raw. So what are the women on SmackDown going to do? 
I think you have a traditional, you know, uh, Survivor Series match. I don't know. I think the men's we're going to see Bloodline versus other brutes. Maybe get a couple other guys with them. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure. All right. So should we take a quick peek at Raw here and see what went down? Yeah, let's do it. For the All right. So, so Seth comes out. He's talking. He's talking up the big show and, you know, talking about the title and whatnot. And he's, you know, he's this guy now, right? Like he's trying to bring life back to this U.S. title. Uh, enter Bobby Lashley. Now, I thought they did a double turn here. Okay, I think Seth is pretty much, you know, more or less a face again. But Lashley, yeah, but Lashley seems to be getting the support of the crowd as well. So I don't know if they were able to flip him completely. I think he has to do something really heinous and bad um, <laughs> to, to kind of get these guys against him again. But, you know, he comes out, then Mustafa Ali comes out. And I love how he's just kind of sticking around, you know, kind of trying to stick himself yep. into the situation. So good for him and not forcing himself. But I, I don't think the fans are a big fan of him, even though he's trying to be a baby face. Not really, so, no. No, so that sets up uh, Bobby Lashley versus Mustafa Ali. The bell rings, and it's basically just a ass-kicking from Bobby Lashley, more <laughs> or less. I don't know. Which it I has mean, to be when you're fighting a guy that size. Well, I mean, he had his moments and whatnot, right? Yeah. So that's basically that match. I mean, Bobby Lashley wins, keeps him strong, and he, he got a pretty nasty gash here on his chest, eh? He does, yeah. It's like rug burn or something, because that that's still red. Like, it's that pinky... Yeah, nice, nice stuff. Hey, backstage, we have uh, Kathy Kelly with the OC and Mia Kim. AJ Styles challenges Finn one-on-one to the Survivor Series match. And basically, that brings up Mia Yim against Tamina. Mia does her job, takes care of Tamina. Poor Tamina, one minute she's fucking hot news, the next she's just in hat <laughs> But yeah, you know what? I know, she's all over the place. Yeah, but she's lucky she got the rock. And um, at the end of this match, you basically get Rhea Ripley coming out and, you know, trying to egg her on and whatnot. And Mia's like, come on in the ring. She doesn't want to. She leaves. And basically, I'll say it right now, Mia Yim is now one member of Team Bel Air. And Rhea has joined with, uh, with damage control. So you got the four of those ladies against those four ladies with two spots still open. Matt Riddle is banging his bongos backstage. <laughs> and uh, Chad Gable and Otis come in and promise to take care of business. That was a fun little segment. I love those two cool. guys. They're, They're really fine. talented. Oh, absolutely. Um, basically, then you go into a Matt Riddle versus Chad Gable with Otis match. And Otis... Causing a distraction allows Chad Gable to get the surprise victory here. So Alpha Academy beating up both Riddle and um, uh, Elias over the last couple of weeks. Not the match I don't think anybody was waiting for, but I mean, it was okay. It was good. No, it was half decent. Uh, JBL, Baron Corbin are playing poker backstage. They end up ripping this one guy off, kind of shades of the APA days. Uh, Yeah, enter Tazawa, which was kind of fun. Tazawa says, I can't play poker. I don't know how to play poker. <laughs> JBL's like, well, your money's good here. And then we cut to a commercial. <laughs> Johnny Gargano comes out and they're carrying on with the whole Miz and um, Dexter Loomis thing. Basically, the segment is this. They talk. 
Everyone goes back and forth. Miz does Miz. And we have another match again between Miz and um, Dexter. This time again with the same stipulations. If Dexter wins, he gets a contract. If he loses, he has to leave. So I don't know when that's happening, but that should be happening next week. So what do you think that at the end of the story they're going to say it was all the work together? We stripped everybody. What do you think they're going to do with this? Well, no, I think they've already set the storyline in motion where the Miz is being this kind of, you know, trying to create his own media blitz so he can get, you know, um, the promotion and whatnot. So yeah. I, I think basically you see Dexter getting his contract and then you basically see Dexter getting his contract and go from there sort of a deal and, and yeah, move no, on to the next yeah. Because after this, I think it's him and Johnny Gargano are going to have a program, him in the mid. Yeah, they're definitely building for right? that. So they're building for that. That's something to come out of this. So that's something to look for. Uh, Austin Theory, our friend Austin Theory, is backstage with Kathy Kelly, claims that nobody understands him. Nobody can relate to him. <laughs> he's more alive than he's ever been. He explains that he didn't cash in on Roman's Roman Reigns. He was afraid. So he said it, right? Like he said, there's yeah. no point. Uh, the best other option was getting after Seth Rollins. Dolph Ziggler disagrees, comes in, and now we have a match between Dolph and uh, Theory. Theory. This might be interesting. I mean, if, if Dolph can mentor him and kind of get with him a little bit, they, they could forge a pretty interesting situation here, right? You have a good feud going on here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you basically got that. Io Sky against Dana Brooke squash match. Dana's pretty much done. She's pretty choked that she worked so hard to to keep that 24-7 title, only to have um, Nikki Cross throw it in the garbage like it meant nothing, which it probably did mean nothing. But I understand where she was coming from, from a <coughs> character standpoint, which led up yeah. to this match, which led her getting her ass kicked again. Yep. So Dana Brooke is now gone back into the realm of obscurity with her friend Tamina. <laughs> they should form a tag team, call themselves Obscurity. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, that right? would work. Get a whole. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Mia comes in. Mia Kim comes out at the end of this match while they're celebrating to let them know that she's joined with Belair and the crew. And Austin Theory versus Dolph Ziggler. This was a pretty cool match, but again, you're seeing the rebirth or recreation of, of Austin Theory. And yeah, the way the creative, new creative right? season. Like, oh. okay, granted, he lost by disqualification, but that wasn't the point. The point was the beating that he put him through. They're showing him as more of an aggressive guy. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? like, you know, all jokes aside, everything is everything. Fuck you. We're going to destroy you. Uh, this leads yeah. to Baron Corbin with JBL against Azawa after he took all their money. Baron Corbin wins in the ring. <laughs> we'll call that match what it is. It's plain and simple. United States Championship match. Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. This was really good, actually. <clears throat> yeah. I watched it last night, but I went back and I watched it again. And um, I, I, I love watching these two guys work. I mean, just from a pure wrestling match, it was really fun, right? I mean, the end came. Best match of the night, probably. Oh, 100%. Uh, just the, 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 the chemistry between the two guys, the way they work so well together. Yeah, it was you great. You can't go wrong. No. Um, yeah, so basically you, you got a situation here where, where you know, it was a pretty much one-on-one -on -one situation for most of the match until the end where Judgment Day tries to come out and interfere, which brings out the OC, and they all fight fight backwards and this way and that which leads Seth in the ring to get beat 
the shit out of <laughs> by Austin Theory. Yep. So, you know, somewhat similar ending to last week's Raw, but, you know, this time around, it's Austin Theory dishing out the punches. I, I like it. Seth and, uh, Seth and Theory, uh, a couple more matches coming up here. Well, see, this is the thing. You got like four, four different dudes, you know, or three guys that are all connected to this title right now: Mustafa Ali, Bobby Lashley, and Seth Rollins. I Austin. think, and, and and sorry, Austin Theory as well. Sorry, um, but I don't, I don't know, I don't know what they're gonna do here in terms of like if you you put it on Lashley, he's a dominant force. Not many people are gonna be able to beat him. That's Seth Rollins, though, on the other hand, is perceivably beatable. Yeah. Well, what people fail to forget is this guy has clean wins over Roman Reigns, has clean wins over Brock Lesnar. Yep. You know, so anyone who's dominating, I mean, he beat Bobby Lashley too. <coughs> I think the biggest I almost problem- think Bobby Lashley's too big to be in the feud with these. these- Middle-sized guys, he should be out fighting with Reigns and Lesnar and Braun and all the big boys, I think. I agree with you to a certain extent there as well. I understand that, but there's no titles there. And I think the one problem that Bobby Lashley may have, and this might be a shoot, this is just me uh, spitballing out here. You know, he wanted to run with that title. He wanted to make it big again, right? Like he thought he could be the guy that would make the U.S. title the main title on Raw, which in essence it should be considering – they don't have anything else there. Yeah, but, they've no, spent, but they've spent so many years destroying and breaking that title down considerably. It's going to take a while for for it to build up some name again, in my opinion. If they ever can get it back to there. If they can. You know, and you look yeah. at the Intercontinental title on the other side. Yeah, Gunther has it. But, I mean, what weight does it carry? Not you much. Know? Especially there. It doesn't carry any weight at all, only for the fact of Roman being there. Pretty much, and, you know, so it's just kind of like you basically need to, you know, and I, I like what they're trying to do. Let's see if they stick with it. Let's yep. see if they're able to maintain that momentum with with that title and kind of build it up again. I'm only afraid they're going to get to a certain point and then they're going to strip Roman of one or he's going to lose one and that's going to come back to Raw and they're just going to. I don't even think Lashley needs a title. He's like Brock Lesnar. They don't even need titles. They're just so big, so strong, so dynamic. They don't even need it. Let Theory and those guys have it. You guys are already established. Badasses. Hey, I get it. I get it completely. And I see it the same way. But I just, I'm just trying to think from the perspective of like, you know, I could have done this, what, what, what Seth is doing. But here's the thing on Seth. I don't think there's anyone in the WWE who's bigger than Seth Rollins, in my opinion. No, he's the best all around right now. He's number one, best worker, best character, best look. Right now, he is. Even though it's range of the belt overall, Seth is, I think, all around the best. I think so too. You know, and you know, if anyone, I don't know. It just it's kind of curious. Like I said, it's. I think once we get into Survivor Series, we'll start getting a clearer picture of the road to WrestleMania. I, I would always... love to see it. I would love to see Seth versus Reigns at WrestleMania. Let Seth take the belts off his former Shield member. I think it'd be awesome to see as well, man. I don't think we're going to see that, but that's what if I was in charge, what I would do. But. Well, brother, there's a lot of time between now and we'll WrestleMania, right? Yeah. I always say that even though they say the road to WrestleMania starts after the Royal Rumble, I believe they start paving that road to WrestleMania yeah. in November. It's no, now we're going to start to see the seeds being planted for things to happen at Mania. 
You may not notice them right now if you're a casual fan or just someone tuning in here and there. Yeah. But for for the wrestling fan, for the man and woman and child who watch the show every week or shows every week and follow it, we'll know and start to see some of the things that will start to come to uh, for WrestleMania. Yeah. So from here till then, we don't know what's going to go on. I can honestly tell you the only match that I know for sure that's going to happen is Ray versus Dominic at WrestleMania, sure, yeah. right? Yeah, the only the other match that I have a feeling about going down would be the Paul brothers against the Usos. Brothers versus that'd be an Dominic. amazing tag match if that happens. That would be fun. It all determined on how fast uh, Logan in, in, heals Can up. Can you imagine the hype for that match and the promos and all oh, that? Be bold. I think. I think. It, I. Th- I think it would be solid only because you legit have two brothers going against two brothers. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's blood against blood. And and the way Logan and Jake interact with one another, you know, I could, I could almost see Jake turning on Logan in the match. Speaking of Jake, was he on the Hulkamania shirt there on the weekend? He's a busy motherfucker, eh? I guess he didn't go home. Yeah, he, you know, Floyd wouldn't come out until Jake left? Really? Yeah, so... <clears throat> Floyd got word that Jake Paul was sitting ringside. Remember, Floyd fought Logan, right? They had a draw or whatever, a decision or whatever it got was. Got your hat. Got your hat. Got your hat. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Jake Paul was sitting in front row, and Floyd said, I'm not starting this this fight. I'm not coming out <clears throat> until Jake leaves. So they had to escort Jake out of there. Well, I mean, Jake created quite the stir this weekend. Oh, uh, yeah. First, he first he he lines up with Andrew Tate at the same cool. fight. Uh, yeah, right. So that's legit happening now. I don't know if that's yeah. next, but that fight's happening. It yeah. probably is happening next. Um, and then that back and forth between John Fury and you know what? I get it. John is trying to sell a fight, but dude, keep your shirt on, bro. Yeah, that was yeah taking your shirt off. Like nothing against him. I mean, he he looks good for an old man. No, I know, but yeah. But you know, you're just over the top, man. Like even your kid isn't even over the top that much, and he's the one fighting. Yeah, I I I rather see I rather see Jake versus uh, John. To be honest, that'd be be a hilarious buildup. John might even knock him out, man. Like he's a bruiser. He's He's a big guy, man. He's a gypsy. They don't fuck around. No, they're big. Right. I'll tell you one thing: you'll never see Jake versus Tyson because that would be not fair. That would never happen. Well, the Tyson's only way that's going to happen, well, Tyson Fury. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that wouldn't happen. Oh, no. Uh but but against his little brother there, I think uh, Jake has sent out some information to him saying, "Look, I'll come to England. I'll I'll come there. I'll do everything. You just gotta yeah. sign. If you don't sign, then I'm moving on." Yeah, I don't blame him either. So 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 now we're in a holding pattern with Jake Paul. Is he going to fight Andrew Tate next, Nate Diaz, or? Tommy. Tommy Fury. We'll find out. I guess we'll find out. Uh, but yeah, man. Like I, so I can understand why he didn't want him around. Kind of take the spotlight Floyd? off it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. He got he got connected too. Hey, that Deji yeah, he got a couple little, times yeah, good. A little, little shiner there. Shit. I guess did he is getting that, now. Did you watch huh? that Hat and Brera fight? No, I, I saw highlights of it. I didn't catch the whole thing. How was it? Yeah. It looked good. Brera yeah. looked sluggish. I mean, they weren't trying to hurt each other, the friends, but and they stepped each other a little bit. They probably went about 70%. Entertaining. Well, did you see was... what Hatton's ring, Hatton's ring walk was killer? Did you see what he did? You know what? I, I saw a little <laughs> clip. He came out with a walker. 
Yeah, exactly. I saw that piece. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, good for him. I mean, was, you're, you, the amount of weight that you lost to get back into shape, you, you had to have, you got to throw some haymakers, man. You got to throw some. It was more exciting than Tyson, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones. I think, anything is, I, think, I think anything yeah, is more, more exciting than, I think the best part of Mike Tyson versus Roy, jo- Roy Jones was at the end when they were interviewing them with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Al, no, what's his name? Jim Gray? Yeah. And Jim Jim just keeps asking Roy, like, hey, how do you feel? You know, you felt some of his punches. And Tyson's just kind of standing there and he pushes Jim and goes, Hey, what about me? I took shots too. Like, it's <laughs> like, but but they're more concerned because he's Mike Tyson, they're more concerned about the other guy. Yeah, because you never know what Tyson's gonna get pissed off and they're gonna go crazy, right? But, no, you gotta be careful but, with him, man. Hey, uh, any top fives today? I do. What I do think got? I've asked this before, but I'm gonna ask this again because I know I'm gonna get a different answer. I want to hear your top five dream matches that never happened that you'd book <clears throat> from guys from any era. So you could say a rock versus Andre, for example. I would love to have seen Bruno Sammartino against Bret Hart or Ric okay. Flair, both in their primes. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm talking 70s Flair before their plane crash. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay, that's so fine. that would be one or two, maybe. I don't know if you want to count it as two, but let's count it as one. Um... Shawn Michaels versus The Rock. Yeah, that's one I would pick right? for sure. That, that that'd be really cool to watch. Um, Andre Big Show. That'd be awesome too. That right? would have been a good story because you know the way father versus son. Yeah, the way Hogan started it, right? I mean, he's Andre's yeah. son, right? Because he was wearing the the kind of shirt and everything, and yeah, the same, not, the same, yeah. Same, same they, I mean, they, they basically killed that story fast, but I think that would have been a fun match to see. Um, yeah. What else would I have liked to have seen at one point in my life? I would have loved to have seen the Cuban assassins against the Road Warriors. I don't know if they ever touched or if they ever fought, but that would have been a good fight. And last, four tough boys going at it. Yeah, well, well that's what I'm saying, right? I mean, a scaffold match, like anything goes match. I mean, that would have been a fun match. Uh, the other one, the last one, this is the tough one now. Dude, come on, think, think, think. I would have loved to have seen <coughs> this is tougher than, than it sounds, bro. It is, yeah. It's not easy. Um, there is a lot of solid matches, but a lot of them I'm already thinking of. We've already seen like Flair versus Steamboat and 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 whatnot. So I'm trying to think outside the box here. Um, okay, here's one. This is completely from left field. Shawn Michaels versus Scotty Mac. <laughs> Anything goes. It's your, it's your, it's your fantasy. So. I think that would be fine <coughs> because book. he emulates himself so much, and it's one of his favorite wrestlers of all time. So it'd be kind of cool to kind of see that. I almost feel though that it would be kind of like watching Zolf Ziggler against, uh, against Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I know. He was, Scott even has the same kind of smiles Michael right? did when he was young. That little cocky smile. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, those would be yeah, the five that I'd want to see. Definitely. Yeah. That's a good top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? Or or is it too much pressure? Uh Rock Rock versus Shawn Michaels, but Shawn Michaels is the eagle. Uh yeah. what else was I thinking? Um probably uh Mr. Perfect versus uh Kurt Angle. Just because there's 
one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Triple H versus Arn Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, what else would I take? It's tough. It's tough. Um, I'd like to see. Uh, it's so hard. Um, I know, right? Probably Bret Bret Hart versus Ricky Steamboat. Did they ever one I don't not one on one. I don't believe. Hmm. I don't think they came across each other's past, but maybe. And then um, I like to see maybe something for the bigger guys, maybe like uh, because he's very athletic and I always liked him as a kid. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Vader. That'd be interesting. Something different. Everybody picks all the technical guys. I like to see the two smash most every once in a while. So those would be my five. Yeah. So here's some news. Let's just touch on some news stories that are making the headlines these days. Yeah. And, you know, we'll, we'll call it from here. Paige. She hasn't even fought yet, but there's already controversy all around her from her leaked videos and stuff like that. And I don't know if she's just trying to build off of that to kind of get more clout. You mean her leaked like X-rated videos? You mean? Yeah, yeah, the one with yeah. uh, with um, what's that guy from the New Day? Xavier Woods uh, is in Xavier one. and Brad Maddox, wasn't it? Brad Maddox, yeah. yeah they, they 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 all played together. Whatever happened to him? Brad Maddox basically got fired, and now he's just kind of doing whatever. Yeah. Man, he's not, you know. He didn't fit into the thing. What's your take on Paige, man? I mean, she's okay. Nothing special, I don't think. Okay. So, Triple H's plan for Austin Theory. I just found this article here. Um, according to the Wrestling Observer, Triple Mr. H. Mr. David wants, Seltzer. Yeah. Well, either one of them or, or the other guy. Uh, Triple H wants Theory to drop the selfie gimmick. And plans on making a mysterious stretch to the Raw roster. And last night was the beginning of that, right? So, I mean, if there was anything Vince-related, he's taken it off of him. Yeah, and I don't blame him. It's his own vision, right? So we'll see what he can do. So they're, they're trying to make him a more of a vicious guy, you know, more edgy and as extreme as you're saying. So, you know, the, I, I like I said, I think they're doing the right thing with him. I don't think... You know, because it was a weird gimmick, right? I mean, it's like I just hope take... that they didn't they didn't lose what he had, and he won't be able to get it back. We'll find out. No, no, I don't think they have. I mean, I mean, if anything, he's gained more since last week, in my opinion. Right, Stone Cold Austin to expect to wrestle at WrestleMania thirty nine. Thoughts on that? Yeah, he can do another match like he did it against Kevin Owens. He can kick and punch, throw around a little bit. He did pretty good, so yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Pretty definitely. Cool. That's all he went right. They want to get as many big stars as the big names as they can. So. Yeah, no, hundred percent. We're told that that while Vince McMahon regime had hoped to have Austin back to do another match, and that Triple H regime actually made an offer to Austin to do another match. So basically, they reached out to him. Hopefully, we get something going there with with Austin, and that's kind of cool because I mean, after WrestleMania, you haven't seen him again, right? Outside no, of no, he did good. He did pretty good. <laughs> Outside of the Broken Skull sessions and whatnot. Um, people within the WWE are against CM Punk returning. I think we don't need to talk about that. I, I think wherever... I don't blame them. I'm all with them. Yeah. Don't yeah. need that guy. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. WWE needs to make a change to their planned men's war game match due to injury. Uh, and the main event of Survivor Series 22 will take... A men's war games match will take place. The Bloodline, the Usos, Solo Sakai, and Sami Zayn scheduled to take on the Brawling Brutes, like he said. 
And which I think will be great. I, I enjoyed the brawl of the witch. I didn't like him at first, but I really liked him though. Yeah. The last one on Seamus Heenan's could be Kevin Owens, but the WWE will now have to replace him because he suffered an MCL sprain at Sunday's live event. So Kevin Owens is out. He's actually legit injured. He hasn't been on TV for a while, but now he's legit injured. So now they got to find another guy. So you're basically going to see the Uso clan and all those guys against uh, the Brawling Brutes with um, Drew McIntyre with them. And I guess they got to find another guy. So okay. I don't know. Well, that's going to be so, so we basically got that, but they haven't been building it. I wish they'd build this. They're not building it at all, dude. They got to pick it up here. Two more yeah, SmackDown. Yeah, that's just my opinion. Um, on this day in 1999, the Big Show won his first ever WWE heavyweight title in the main event of Survivor Series. Nice. So congratulations to the Big Show on winning his title. Um, you know what? And that that's basically it, brother man. That that's the news that we know basically what matches we have at Survivor Series. Anything you want to add? Is there anything on your mind? No, I think I just hope they start building a little better towards Survivor Series. We got two more SmackDowns to go, so hopefully this Friday they pick it up a little bit. Yeah, let's just see what they do on Friday. You know, hopefully because like you said, this is one of the big four. It's the big pay per view, right? It's not just like a in your house or. A, no mercy, it's a big one. I I expect more when it comes to the top four, right? Yeah, you expect you know, a big show, yeah. I, I expect a good build up. I'm not expect. I have no expectation for the shows because these big four have let me down many many times over the years. Yeah, but the build up is what I expect. I I want to see good promotions. I want to see you know, I mean, let's talk about the casual fan, yeah. Yeah, they need they need some big matches, right? They need some big matches. Um, they also need to be able to see what's going on. If there's nothing going on, if everything's coming, you know, together in the last week, then what who who you're drawing to? Exactly, you got to build it up and some excitement, right? Like I don't know what the, what's going to happen here. We'll see, I guess. Hopefully, we're wrong and they're going to have a kick-ass SmackDown on Friday. Absolutely. And to our friend that left a comment on our last episode, Chance Michaels, I now anoint you. The man of the casual fan. I wear that proudly, yes. Absolutely. So to that fan who left the comment, thank you so much for your feedback and your insight. And like and subscribe, guys, uh, right there at the bottom of your screen. We're picking up subscribers little by little. We're getting there. We're getting there slowly but surely, man. We will get there. No one can stop us, right? So thank you to to our friend Parsons, is it? Penner. Penner, sorry. Uh, Thank you to the Penner for their comment and uh hope you guys uh enjoy the show and let us know what else we can do to there's one more thing we almost forgot i don't know if you forgot you're gonna say where are we gonna be this saturday this saturday thank you for reminding me we have all-star wrestling it's back this is their second show under their new regime uh it will be at the sullivan hall in surrey we got the bollywood boys going to be there defending their titles you got odin rex thunder from jalunder uh you also have scotty mack on this card as well also, you will have the return of Calamity Kate as she defends her ASW women's title against one Christina Von Slasher, who's now back in the fold. So it's going to be an interesting night of wrestling. And, and I'm going to give him this name, the most decorated referee in the Pacific Northwest is making his return. 17 years as a ref, Mr. Robert Mitchell. When you say decorated, great, great are there awards? What's that? There are awards for referees. Yeah, they've got a few plaques over the years. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. So he's a decorated referee. Well, he hasn't got one, but he's been doing it the longest. I think he has the most matches of any ref in the last, like, 20 years, I believe. He's got all of his matches in the book. That's awesome. Thousand. That's awesome. Yeah, so he'll be there. Robert Mitchell will be there as well. So, I mean, if you're in Surrey, no excuses. If you're in Vancouver, really no excuses. If you're willing to drive to Abbotsford to go see a show, Surrey's not that far, guys. So, no. yeah, we would love to see you guys out there. I will be there we'll be for there. sure, and yeah, uh, Chance will be there as well. So should be a fun night of wrestling, you know, good good yes. family time. And bring your appetite. They're going to have some food trucks out there, some butter chicken and whatnot. I like how they're doing so, that, actually. That's a good idea. So, yeah, so it's a kind of cool experience. And, uh, yeah, we'll get more into this whole uh, show next week and give you a breakdown of it all and, and what went down and, and what to expect as we go further now. So Chance Michaels, my brother man, thank you so much. Uh, you sound a little bit under the weather there, so thank you for sure. No, I sound a little bit of a tickle on my throat. I feel okay, but sort of hit me a couple hours ago. But yeah, that, that's how okay. that's how it starts, brother man. I think uh, down some vitamin C and and you know try to nip it in the backside. That's how it starts. So yes, no, I hear you. Um, on that. You know, so take care of your health and uh, rest your voice. And uh, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that's it basically. I'm Bobby Sampson. He's Chance Michaels. And in the words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, subscribe to the podcast and comment, we salute you. We do salute you. Please like and subscribe. It only takes a second. And on that note, in the words of Ed Whalen, I will say this in the meantime and in between time. That's it for Sap and Chance. Have a great rest of your week, uh, Chance. I know we'll talk to you soon. All right, brother. Take care.